0: Blog Talk radio. Hello everyone and welcome to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show hosted by me, Christy Demetrakis, the Empowered Speaker. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, a faith-based global ministry that teaches people the power of dreams and the importance of faith in conquering the fears that limit us. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. You can find out more about my services and my book at www com. For those of you who may be listening to the Faith to Conquer Your Radio Show for the first time, here's what you can expect. This show will provide guests who will motivate you, inspire you, and give you tools to activate your goals and dreams, whether those dreams are entrepreneurial, corporate, or personal. And today I have a special guest to help me do just that. Nihar Suthar is founder of Hype Up Your Day. He's the author of, motivational, of a motivational book called When No Matter What, and the host of EnSyco, and I might be saying that wrong, he can correct me in just a second, a weekly stimulating radio show and podcast. The show was broadcast live on W4CY Radio and available on iHeartRadio. Radio. And Nihar does so much more than this short bio and at such a young age, so we're going to learn a whole lot more about him right now. Nihar,
1: welcome to the show. Hi, Christy. Thanks for having me on the show. How are you doing?
0: I am doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful. First of all, you are very young. Anyone who has looked at my pic- at the picture of you <laughs> on my website, how old are you?
1: How old do you think I am?
0: Uh, just
1: out I of curiosity. Guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm guessing. I'm guessing you're probably about. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, adapt- just based on your experiences, that you're probably twenty
1: three, twenty four. Okay, oh, yeah, that's a good guess. I'm actually twenty, but that is a very good guess. Twenty,
0: I was going. You look more like seventeen. <laughs> so I guess that's strategy. good when I get when I get
1: older. I guess that's a good thing, then, right? <laughs>
0: that's a good gene. That's a good gene. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, look, if you, your website um, has a lot of things on there. You you are doing a lot at such a young age. Uh, just give us a quick background. I, I read just a very brief bio, but give folks a sense of who you are
1: and, and what you do. Definitely. So uh, right now, I'm actually a college student uh, going into, well, I just started my senior year, so almost done with college. But I grew up in Pennsylvania, a small town, and I'm currently in school in New York at uh, Cornell. And I kind of got involved with uh, writing books and the whole Hype Up Your Day concept. Uh, So Hype Up Your Day basically is a company that I founded. We send in motivational speakers and trainers to businesses, schools, areas like that, that really need kind of to pump up their employees, their students, in any way possible, uh, also increase their productivity. But the reason I kind of started that is because when I got to New York from the small town in Pennsylvania where I grew up, I just realized that, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen this in the cities as well, but the fast-paced lifestyle and kind of how people might be sort of aggressive. And it kind of made me realize there were some small things that, People are missing out on you know i can't I come from a small town where people always stopped and greeted each other and kind mm-hmm. of like met each other, so it was kind of one of those like culture shifts, and I also realized that once I got to New York, I started- re- like looking out at the world more and kind of realized that the media in general you don't really see much positive stuff on it um so if you turn on the news right now, probably one of the main things you'll see is some story about a kidnapping, murder, or how mm-hmm. Donald Trump made a crazy comment for yeah. somebody else. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um,
1: so I really just wanted to increase the amount of positive information in the world, and so Hype Up Your Day helped me do that. And as a platform to segue into other areas, I was able to write a positive book called When No Matter What, also a book on positivity. And the radio show, uh, it's called Incito. it actually means to inspire in Latin. And that as well is another area as well that I, I segued into and it's just another way for me to spread positive information. So my underlying goal really is to just increase the amount of positive information that's out there in the world because I don't believe the media right now I believe that there's just a big imbalance with negative information compared to positive information.
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. So you you're a senior coming up on your senior or you're in your senior year of college?
1: What do you Just intend to do? Just started last week.
0: Just started last week. Well, congratulations. That's a big deal. I, I have a 17 <laughs> year old daughter who is finishing her senior year in high school, and we're working on college right now. So <laughs> you're about yeah, to it's a, so big a big change. <laughs> it's a big decision, right? Yeah. What
1: definitely. do you plan
0: to do after college? What's your major, first
1: of all? I am an economics major, so a lot of people ask me how I got involved in writing, but so it's still (laughs) a work in progress. But I think after college, I would like to get involved in education consulting. I've always had a passion for the educational field, and I personally believe that there are many kind of issues with the current traditional system, just the fact that people are kind of told and really where they have to go so like after high school you're just expected to go to college and I just think that a lot of those stigmas I I just don't believe that they're necessary and so by going into education consulting for two or three years I, I really just want to gain some broader experience of how the educational industry really works and then I believe that maybe I can found another startup and figure out a way to kind of tackle some of those challenges that I see in the educational field.
0: Entrepreneurship is definitely
1: in your blood. <laughs> you come from a family I, uh, of
0: entrepreneurs.
1: <laughs> I actually you don't come from, come from a it. family of entrepreneurs, but I've just always enjoyed it and I've had a couple of experiences working in a corp in a corporate type environment and I just found mm-hmm. that it wasn't for me. So I figured I mm-hmm. might as well go after something that I really enjoyed because I think that's important.
0: That is important and, and again, I keep referencing your age because um, it is impressive to see someone at such a young age coming to uh, what I would call big-girl decisions early on. Um, you know, so many people, and that's some of the things we're going to talk about today, but so many people don't realize what it is that they love to do or what they're passionate about until very late in life. Or if they realize it early, they don't know how to make that a part of their life. As an integrated part of their life is probably the best way to say it, you know. People like to separate, okay, I work in corporate America, and then when I go home, I do what I'm passionate about. And yeah, so definitely. I think it's interesting that you are uh, finding, you have figured out how to do that at such a young age. Um, so I think that's fantastic. And as I was listening to all the things you do now, I'm not sure where that economics degree comes in, but that's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's not for me to figure that out, because I also struggled with the economics class in high school. I mean, in college, school. yeah, <laughs> I'm also impressed that that's your major. That's pretty strong. So, so what are some of the dreams you've had? We've we've talked. About, I mean, obviously, you, did you start off with a dream of being an entrepreneur? Like, what are some of the dreams you've had in your short twenty years of life?
1: Well, I can tell you the first dream I had when I was very young, (laughs) I wanted to be a pilot, and Ah. I still kind of want to do that, but I guess there was a little bit of realistic kind of fears that came in there, and it was obviously never being around to see family, which I think family is very important. Um, So maybe one day I can fly casually and take some lessons, but I would never probably become a commercial pilot realistically. Mm
0: -hmm. Also,
1: I think I kind of hit on this in the beginning, but the dream of trying to just inspire people and have more positive information in the world, regardless of how much I can get out there, I just think that it's it's a great thing that to do, and really just it's great to see when people tell me that they're really glad that I'm just trying to make a difference like that mhm um and I would say those are probably the two first dreams that really come to mind, but yeah, the pilot one not many people not many people kind of realize that one, but I, I think that was a great dream that I had in the past as well.
0: Well, and the fact that you still remember the dream. And and <laughs> I think that's that's an interesting thing about dreams, right? Because everything, you know, everybody, you ask the question, okay, what's your, what's your dream? And people always think it has to be something big and ethereal and, oh, <laughs> this is my dream. <laughs> but sometimes it's just as simple as I'd like to be able to fly a plane.
1: I, yeah. I sometimes I
0: think of, like, like my bucket list, and I think everybody should have a bucket list, and if you've never watched the movie Bucket List, you should, because that will inspire you to write a bucket list. <laughs> but I think a lot of our dreams are things that also might end up on a bucket list.
1: Would you agree with that? I do agree with that, and I also agree in the fact that it is important to have a bucket list because it's hard otherwise to remember everything that you want to do. I know mm-hmm. with people that have so much going on, they just forget about trying to go after their dreams because they just get caught up in everyday life. So I think a bucket list really helps you look at the bigger picture and I agree in the fact that it is important to have a bucket list.
0: You know, I think what a bucket list will also show you, I think it will also bring out some of your passions
1: because the things yeah.
0: you aspire to do are either usually things you're, you're not good at, things that you've been afraid to try and you go, you know what, before I die, I'm going to at least try this one thing just to get over the fear or the apprehension that's surrounding this particular thing. Or, you know what, I feel like I'm creative. I might be good at that. So I'm going to put that on my bucket list to at least try it and just check to see whether I'm as creative as I think I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's yet another way um, to bring out bring out your dreams. And here's what I've discovered I've had a bucket list pretty much ever since I watched that movie. So however many years ago that I watched the movie The Bucket List with Morgan Freeman is when I created mine. And my whole family has a bucket list, and we keep it on on my cork board in my office. And I find that it's things like travel. Um, For me, I love to bake. I don't get much time to bake, but I love to bake. And one of the things on my bucket list is a cake decorating class. I really just want to do a cake decorating class. Learn how to, you know, do the little flowers and all those kinds of That's things. That's awesome. But it's so. But, but, but what I find though is, once you write things down and you put it on your list, things start to pop up in your emails. They give you those opportunities to do those things you've been talking about. I have seen so many cake decorating uh, deals pop <laughs> up on Groupon, and I'm like,
1: I oh, should just do it.
0: I should just do it. If it's on my list. Just do it. Check it out. And just set the date. Go definitely, to the class. No,
1: I, I definitely agree. Have you done it yet?
0: I haven't done it yet, but there's one coming <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> okay, well, now that I we've talked it. about it, I expect you to do it, and I'm I sure I expect.
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: sounds a, good. Oh,
0: my gosh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now yeah, I'm accountable. <laughs> I'm accountable. Well, you know, one of the things you um, – we call this radio segment three lessons to accomplish any dream in the world. Now that's a big promise. Three lessons to accomplish any dream in the world. What would you say is the first thing? People have people have come to the conclusion this is my dream. It's not what I want, because some things that you just want, you desire, they they're yeah. fleeting. You think about it one day, you think about it for a month, and then you're like you know, It goes away so you know that's not really a dream because those dreams are those things to me that keep coming back over and over and over. You just can't get it out of your mind. So when people have truly identified that they have a dream, what, what would you say is the first lesson, the first tip to help them accomplish
1: that? I would say the first important thing that you have to think about when you have a dream is to think about why you're having it. So I think starting with the why is extremely important because a lot of people say they have dreams or claim they have dreams, but then they ultimately introspect on them and then they figure out that it was something that their parents want them to do or something that their Mm -hmm. family and friends want them to do. So I think when you have a dream, you really have to figure out why you want to accomplish that dream. And really, because if you know why you're doing something, to me, that is your motivation because you know, it's just like something that you want and you know why you want it. And Mm -hmm. so there's, uh I'm sure you a lot of the audience and you probably have heard of this too but there's a famous author Simon Sinek actually who had a golden circle rule that he had created and essentially what it was was that on the outside of the circle so there's three layers the outside layer is what the inside layer is how and the most inside layer is why and he says mm-hmm. most traditional people they start off thinking from the outside in so they know why they're doing what or sorry they know what they're doing how they're doing it but they don't know why they're doing it But when you look at most famous leaders and most successful people, they actually start from the most inner layer of the circle and start thinking outwards. So the first thing they think of before even doing anything is why they're doing it. Then they think about how to do it, and then they think about what they're doing. So really, I think the first thing you should think of any time you have a dream is to think about why you want to do it first before getting started because that helps you save more time and also just make sure that you really want that dream because I, I just think the why is extremely important, and I don't think a lot of people have that purpose.
0: I agree, and I, and and my pastor at my church has has taught on that particular book and that gold, the golden circle. He didn't call it the golden circle, but he grew, drew the circle. So as you were describing it, I'm thinking yeah. about it, um, and I actually spoke on this at an event um, a week, a couple of weekends ago as well. So that is uh, a very powerful concept. About the why and your why and your purpose really are interchangeable from a term terminology standpoint. But when people think about their why, I think so often they confuse the why with the what. And so, yeah. why really is indeed purpose. But many people think you say, "Okay, why? Why do you want to be this great motivational speaker?" And they say, "Well, I want to make lots of money." Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. a, that's not your why, right? That's not yeah. your purpose. So how do you get people to the point of understanding what their, the difference between their why and the potential outcome of the why?
1: Well, I think they have to think about what really motivates them. I mean, some people are financially motivated, but I don't think mm-hmm. that's really why they want to become a speaker. For me, the reason why I do something is because, like I said, I love helping people and I just want to see the world progress forward. And so I think that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I mean, granted, I think um, the money that you get is kind of like a side thing. Like, yeah, if you get money, that's great, but that's not actually what's driving your decision. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. that most people aren't being driven by the money.
0: Right. So I
1: think it's just that it's you have never to really do it. enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, Donald you're going Trump to would have far. stopped
0: by now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. And there was actually this sort uh, of recent study done by a couple of scientists. And they found that majority of Americans are happy, but four out of ten people, when you ask them, they find that they don't have a purpose or meaning in their life. So mm-hmm. it's not so much about being happy, it's about actually finding what that inner motivation is. And I think that's that's really what you want to find. Because four out of ten Americans don't have a don't feel they have a purpose in their life. Pretty mind boggling. That's almost fifty percent of Americans yeah. don't feel like they okay. know what they're doing. Wow. And
0: that and that just, again, reinforces the need for the types of conversations you're having, the types of conversations I have with people, because I find that a, another reason that a lot of people um, don't, even I believe for, the, for myself, I'll, I'll speak for me personally, I believe I understood my purpose long before I acknowledged it. And I think a lot of people are in the same place. They might understand what their purpose is, but then they start to rationalize it. Well, how can that be? I have no skills in that area. How can that be? Nobody I know has ever done anything like that. How could that be? Yeah. And so they question it, and they put it—you know—they keep pushing it back, pushing it back. Going, that can't possibly be my purpose because I don't even know. What, like, I wouldn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> um, so no, I, I think I think that's I, a lot I of agree. things would hold people back.
1: I definitely agree with that, and I think I definitely had that experience too. I actually. I think I kind of realized what I, what my purpose was in high school, and then
0: mm-hmm.
1: I definitely waited at least a year or two before realizing it or trying to at least get started on the path of it. But I do agree that I, I definitely knew what my purpose was, and it was it was definitely scary at first. But you do have to take that first jump eventually. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. All right. So that's the first step, starting with the why. What's the second? The second tip is pretty simple. It's actually just practicing gratitude, being thankful. So when I wake up every morning, I actually, the first thing I do, and I find it really helps a lot in just in terms of starting off the day right and really making sure I'm positive. And when I start off, I think the mornings are extremely important. So I literally just wake up, think about 10 things that I'm grateful for. They can be something as simple as you get to take a hot shower. You get to drink apple juice for breakfast. It doesn't matter even how complicated it is. But just 10 things that you're thankful for, and I think that's going to make a big difference now how you start off your day, really towards accomplishing your dream. Because, you know, a, a lot of people that I know, the first thing they do is check their phone, or the first thing they do is think about all the things they're stressed out about that day. But if you think about the other side of the things, the things that you have to be grateful for that day, then I guarantee you that a lot of those problems are going to seem a lot smaller, and you're definitely going to start off on a positive note.
0: That's a great idea. As you were talking, I'm the guilty one of rolling over, checking my phone, <laughs> 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 looking at all the emails, thinking about the to-do list. Oh, God, I did the same thing.
1: So I mean, I used to do that, too, I'll be very honest. <laughs> and it's very hard not to when you sleep right next to your phone. I still do that, sleep next to my yeah. phone, and so it's very hard not to turn over. But at the same time, it's just a very simple mind shift. Rather than thinking about all the things you have to do, you can do that later right now. And I just think it's very good, and it gets you kind of motivated to go after your goal.
0: Do you have any personal stories of how this has helped you during this 10 10-
1: this morning exercise uh, yeah so it it's hasn't helped i mean it's obviously helped me but <laughs> i think a lot of friends i actually have got them to start doing it and mm-hmm. they just have felt much more excited for for their goals and every morning you know they always tell me that they always tell me that a lot of times they they feel like they they have so much but they don't necessarily realize how much they have until you realize like, that's those small things, you know, you're able to go to a shower. They tell me that there are so many people that they realize now, like, across the world that don't even have, potentially have access to a shower. Mm-hmm. And uh, they realize that they're able to go, they're, they're able to write a business plan for their for their business that they want to start. So many people don't even know how to write a business plan or what to do there. So it's just those things. They realize that Every small thing that they have is just something that's great to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And they just realize that they're just able to do so much more.
0: That's awesome. I will commit to trying that. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea. What's the third one?
1: The third one, again, is pretty simple. But there have been a lot of studies done that when you visualize your goal every day, it, your mind just kind of becomes more ingrained and sees that goal more often. So whenever you go through a tough spot, your mind will remember what you've been visualizing and you'll just be driven more towards the goal. So the tip is really before you go to sleep. So we had one when you wake up. This one's before you go to sleep. Take 10 to 15 minutes to think about your goal and visualize it. And there's there have been a ton of studies that say meditation is good for you. So it's kind of like introspecting thinking about how far you've come, how far you still have to go, but just visualizing the end destination.
0: Yeah, I agree. Of how it is and kind of the sandwich method, you know, first thing in the morning yeah, exactly. you show your gratitude and and at the end of the day you're you're thinking about it. And I fully believe I I love the order of this too because you're visualizing your goals just before you go to sleep. I have found that when if I have something on my mind, good or bad, if I have something on my mind before I go to bed, that that time of sleep when your mind is in a more of a resting state is when a lot of my ideas come to me. So if I'm really struggling with, you know, I have to write this speech, God, I have no idea what I want to say, and I go to bed thinking about that, not in a stressful way, but just, you know, give me some revelation of what I should say. By yeah. the morning, I literally wake up, and that's usually when I roll over and I grab the phone immediately so I'm and <laughs> in all of my information. Lord, I'm but
1: for no, part. that is very true. Actually, I the reason that I did this or that I say to this before you go to sleep is because your mind actually replays the thoughts an hour before you go to sleep seventeen times more than your thoughts throughout the rest of the day.
0: Say that one more time.
1: So, the thoughts that you have in the last hour before you you sleep for the night, your mind replays those thoughts almost seventeen times more than the thoughts you have had throughout the rest of the day. So, wow. if you're visualizing this goal right before you go to sleep, your mind's going to replay that so many more times in your sleep <laughs> than the other thoughts you've had throughout the day that is powerful. So wow, that's why that that's why it's so important to think about good thoughts before you go to sleep and not be worried about the stress. But, again, if you're visualizing a your goal right before you go to sleep, your mind is going to be that much more attached to that goal.
0: hmm Wow. Yeah,
1: so that, All right, again, so is the main essence behind that.
0: <laughs>
1: three lessons, three tips
0: to accomplish any dream in the world. I think that's fantastic. I think that's fantastic, Neha. So what would you say to folks as we're wrapping up today? you share shared some great information. What would you say to people? How can they contact you and how can they get
1: your books? Definitely. So I think the easiest way to find me is to just go to my website. I think you mentioned it earlier in the show, but it's www.Niharsuthar, my first and last name, .com. Please spell it dot rcom and on that website, you can find my book, all of the work that I do, and also contact me if you have any questions about how you can go after your goals. I really love talking to anybody. So anybody that I can help, I would definitely love to help.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you for being a guest on the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show. And thank you all for listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show with me, Christy Demetricus. I invite you to follow me and the show on Blog Talk Radio. You get news and reminders for upcoming shows. I'd also like you to connect with me on Twitter. My handle is at C. Demetrakis. And on Facebook, my pages are Faith to Conquer Fear and The Empowered Speaker. This will allow you to keep up with all the news and events to inspire you to keep it moving. I'm doing what I love. Talk to you soon.